0: Are you second-guessing decisions, whether it be small or big decisions? Is indecision driving you mad or has it? Are you going to everyone for their wisdom, asking them, what should you do in this situation, especially when you're faced with maybe a bigger decision? Are you deeply afraid you'll make the wrong decision? If you said yes to any of these questions, then this episode is for you. Welcome back to The Liz Show. Today, I'm sharing with you one tip to help you resolve indecision. Now, this is a really big topic if we're honest, so we're just going to focus on a slither by me giving you one tip that you can do. And again, I'm only going to tell you one tip to help you break free from this indecision and start making more confident decisions. How does that sound for you? Now, before I share that tip, I want to suggest that you might be struggling with codependency. In my seven years as a mental health practitioner, I can scientifically tell you that codependency is a huge topic. In fact, I have been studying codependency for the last two and a half months, and as I go further in my study, I am just, honestly, I have no words for how large of a topic codependency is. Now, I'm only going to provide you with one tip to help you minimize your indecision today, but we are going to further talk about codependency and how to break it. So make sure you listen to my upcoming podcast that's coming out. It's going to be called Freedom from Codependency. I'm going to put a newsletter link for you down below so you can stay in the know of when that episode comes out so you don't miss it. Now at a high level, here are some things you want to start to remember and do to break the indecision you're struggling with. First, understand the choices you're struggling with making are most likely not as big of a deal as you're allowing your mind to make it. Secondly, and this is very important, please stop asking people's opinion. Stop it. You have to break this habit because this is actually adding to your indecision, your overthinking and strengthening the breach in relationship you have with yourself, others and God, and it's also strengthening that fear of man and codependency. I'll get more into this into a future episode, but codependency is driven by fear of man. Fear of man ultimately says that man is your God. Therefore, what man says about you is way more important and valid than what God says about you. Therefore, man is big and God is small, and I use man interchangeable for all sexes. Now, the more you allow other people to speak into your life, the more you dampen your integrity with yourself, and you also turn away from God. You have to shut that down as soon as possible. Let's be honest for a second. No one really knows what they are doing in life. Just like most people don't really actually know what they want in life. Sure, we have ideas, we have illusions, we have fantasies. But when push comes to shove, you don't really know. How many times have you said, oh, man, when I get here or when I achieve this, it's going to be amazing. And then you get there and you're like, "Okay, it's not that amazing and I don't even like it. So please remember, no one really knows what they're doing in life and no one really knows what they want in life. Plus, it's human nature to have a hidden agenda. And it may not even be a conscious agenda to the individual. It could be very unconscious. It takes a very mature, self-aware, and wise individual to bracket their values, beliefs, and experiences and help you identify the answer that is best for you and your well-being. And it's so easy to go and ask somebody's opinion and they give you their answer And they have made it incredibly subjective and not objective. Again, that person you're asking advice for may not have that same perspective, let alone values or belief system, and they might not know how to put it aside and empathize and see your perspective. And that's going to be really important when it comes to deciding what's the best action and route for you. Let me share with you a personal story. I feel like I delayed my professional career by a minimum of three years from listening to people's opinions. I, too, once greatly struggled with codependency, and I'm really thankful that the Lord has broken that from me, and the brain is malleable, so it's amazing. You know, you can change your brain. You can get free from these oppressions, these fixed mindsets that we struggle with. The council I went to, though, had many biases, And I was not aware of their biases, and I was so insecure at the time and and still struggling with my own personal issues that I didn't have the boldness or the courage or let alone the faith to go my own path. And they weren't really focused on helping me make the best decision for myself, but bringing in all of their complexities of me and their biases. I'm not trying to put these individuals down. I'm just trying to give you a very clear point of view. Instead... They guided me based off of what they thought was best for me and their beliefs, which is they hate psychology. They are Christians who hate psychology and they were a little limited in the fact, how could God ever use someone in psychology? And so I spent three years chewing on if I should get my second graduate degree in mental health counseling when at the time I was looking at getting my doctorate and I'd be done by now had I done it. And I I ended up listening and abiding by what they were saying and not what God was telling me. God's going to tell you what you need to do first before he's going to tell anyone else. I'm just going to be honest. And no Christian is perfect. We all make mistakes. All humans make mistakes. So you have to give grace where grace is. My point in saying this is you have to make sure the counsel you're getting is wise, objective, and empathetic. Not everyone can be empathetic. A lot of people do not know how to bracket, meaning put aside their own opinions, beliefs, and so forth. And this is so important when it comes to helping people get their own decision, their own wisdom, their own um, discernment on what God wants them to do. Whereas wise counsel is going to be objective. They're not going to be subjective. Wise individuals will take in the plethora of information about you and and regard the truth of you and hold it, regardless if they agree or not. They may even say things you don't want to hear, but deep down, you know what's right. Also, be mindful if you're playing the system. I'll be honest, I used to do this. I don't anymore, but I used to do this. And when I say playing the system, what I mean is you're going to all of these people to ask their opinion and advice, but you're going to the people who are going to tell you the answer you want to hear versus maybe a perspective that could grow you and be more practical and more helpful in making your decision. Nonetheless, if you are a verbal processor or you truly are unsure of what to do, make sure you befriend a wise mentor, and that could be a coach, a therapist, a best friend, But make sure they're wise and you have to test the spirits. You have to test their knowledge. You have to give them grace. We're all going to make mistakes. But at the end of the day, you really have to trust yourself and what God's leading you to do. And that does take some courage and faith. But not all mentors are wise. Trust me. So here's what I want you to do. Do your best not to ask tons of people for their advice, especially if you're that type of person who calls like five people and asks them what they would do in this situation. Please stop. You got to silence some of the noise, right? Everyone has an opinion, just like everyone has a butthole. Just going to keep it real for a second. But before you talk it out with anyone, before you even start second guessing yourself, I want you to ask this question. What do I want or need regarding this situation? Stay objective, stay mindful, write down everything that comes up. Nothing is foolish. This question, what do I want or need regarding this situation, is one of the best questions you can ask yourself to get clarity. In fact, the question of what do I want or need is the best question a codependent can ask themselves because codependents struggle with being emotionally too attached to other people and their opinions, and they are not attached or in connection to their own emotions and needs. Take your time to reflect, discuss, maybe journal, voice record yourself about what comes up, maybe even go on a walk as you ponder your thoughts and the visions regarding what do you need or want regarding this situation. And of course, by all means, cry out to God and pray. Now in life, we need help from others and God loves using others to help you. It's part of his goal and mission in life, right? He uses people in his mission to answer prayers. And when it comes to taking things to certain mentors, here's what I want you to do. I want you to identify a small group of people as your elders, as your counsel, as your advisors, and use them to talk things out, to help you find your answer, not theirs. Now, maybe you have no one in your group. That's okay. Get on some calls with a coach, a therapist, to try to find that person. Again, this is why coaching and therapy can be so beneficial. They're trained not to be subjective, but objective and factor into your life, your values, your beliefs, your experiences, and so forth. Likewise, an objective friend or mentor can do the exact same thing. But again, you want that wise individual and and wisdom has nothing to do with age. You want someone who knows you, accepts you, respects you, and most importantly, you feel psychologically safe with so that you can share the vulnerabilities, the taboos, the darkness within you. You have to bring light to that through sharing and being vulnerable. Remember, though, you get the final say. Just because you ask for someone's opinion or advice does not mean you need to take it. Drives me nuts when someone says, well, you asked for my advice, but you never take it. Oh, get over your ego and your pride, please. Now let's say you have an idea of what you want to do or need, but you aren't as confident as you'd like. This is what I want you to do. Number one, take a leap of faith. Once you've asked yourself what you need or want Maybe you had to go to some mentors to talk it through. That's okay. But once you're clear on that decision, I want you to only look forward. This is where the mindset burn the ships can be really impactful. And I have a mindset database called Mindsetpedia that's going to be coming out. So make sure you stay alert for that because I'll start sending notifications about that soon. I'm really excited about it. And this is why trusting the divine can be a huge advantage in your life because you'll trust him with your life and not others. And that means when you trust him, you're trusting him to reroute you if you do make the wrong decision. But it can also help you lean forward and move forward, right? Because when you choose to only look forward by burning the ships, it means you are not going to spend a nanosecond dwelling on the past. And yes, you have to practice this. It's a skill. And additionally, it it means you hope and have faith in God who's going to direct your steps. And when you have that relationship, that intimacy with God, it makes it so much easier to make decisions. The second thing I want you to do is remember in life, failure can't exist. In fact, failure, the way a lot of people fear it, only exists when you have a fixed mindset. Usually it comes out of perfectionism. Sometimes we freeze unsure of what decisions we'll make because what if it's the wrong one, right? First off, take a deep breath. Just, you know, take a second, get yourself together. And you have to realize that most decisions aren't that permanent or that life-changing. Yes, some are. Some 100% are and can be. But this is the power of optimism. Nothing is nothing's permanent. For instance, you have faced your fear of failing many times and you're still alive. I mean, think about it. When you were learning how to walk, you failed many times. Please don't tell me you had more resilience and determination and tough-mindedness as like 11-month-old than you do now. That's just silly. You have to see everything as an opportunity to learn and grow, because here's the thing, you are always going to be learning and growing, especially if you follow Jesus. And this is a wise mind. And then to be wiser, learn from others' mistakes. Yes, that's right. Learn how to grow by witnessing the foolish things that other people do so you don't have to do it. But no one knows what they're doing. Realistically, they don't. Some people are naturally more gifted in other areas. Some people are fast learners and some people are really bold, but you can become all of these, right? This is the power of the growth mindset. And by the way, that pressure you are putting on yourself is performance anxiety. And I have a video on my YouTube station right now called Navigating Performance Anxiety. I'll put that link down below. And I want you to also understand that pressure that you're putting on yourself is going to be exacerbated if you just focus on the outcome. And by the way, I have a video called The Champion Mindset on my channel on YouTube too that could really help you. Because here's the thing, that pressure and focusing on that outcome is going to derail you. But learning how to implement your effort, learning how to be present moment is going to help excel you. You learn from failing. I've learned so much from failing. Failing is actually more of a gift than you may realize. You're always going to learn, normalize it. Start learning how to trust yourself. Start learning how to be wise in your decisions and in your approach to life. Start learning how to trust your instincts and allow God to be the leader in your life. Now go out there and start learning. I'm rooting for you. Please follow me for more encouragement and wisdom. And in fact, go ahead and share this episode with one person. It would also mean the world to me if you would take the time to rate my show on Apple. That link is also in the notes. And in the meantime, create a great day.